Welcome to Deep Broadway, where you get the luxury of listening to your favorites on Broadway wherever you are. With Eli and Ashley. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at ZBroadway and check out our site at zbroadway.com for updates and new episodes. Now please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Z-Podway. We are so happy you're here. Today we are speaking to a star of the current revival of Into the Woods that is currently playing at the St. James Theater. We have Alicia Velez. Hi, that was perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah, Alicia made her Broadway debut as Rapunzel in the critically acclaimed revival of Into the Woods. And she's also been, you know, part of the TikTok, first TikTok musical that was commissioned called For You Page. You know, P-A-I-G-E, if you were confused. Uh, (laughs) And Alicia also studied musical theater at the Manhattan School of Music, where she received a full scholarship, which, first of all, is amazing. Thank Um, you. So cool, because I wasn't aware of this school before, because I'm currently in the midst of the college audition process, and it's a lot. (laughs) So, Alicia, how are you doing today? (laughs) I'm really good. Thank you for that introduction. I think it's better than any bio I've actually wrote for myself. So... (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that. No, I made sure to go on your website and kind of, you know, stalk you on the internet just a little bit. <laughs> nice. So I guess we'll just start at the very beginning with the show since you joined the Broadway cast. You were not with the City Center production. Um, and so that means, you know, you had um, a regular audition process. So what was that like? I studied at Manhattan School of Music in their musical theater program, and I just graduated in May. So uh, did I say musical theater program? Okay, cool. Because some people think I came out of the opera program, which is phenomenal as well. But the MT program is new. Like you said, it's not very known. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I believe, six years old, um, yeah. the program itself. Right. Yeah. So after I graduated college, I had a senior showcase. I believe it was the last week of school. And they brought in some industry professionals, friends and family were able to come. And from that showcase, I got into contact with the agency I'm with now. And it just so happened that they were looking for the next Rapunzel when they were doing the Broadway transfer. Mm -hmm. So they asked me if I was okay with sharing my um, site and performance clips with casting. And one thing led to another, they were like, hey, you're gonna have to cancel your trip to Miami because you have rehearsals in six days for Broadway. And that, <laughs> I, I got the call. Like I got the dream call that every theater kid wants. Like it was within days, it was so quick. Um, but yeah, it was literally a dream come true. And it was all a virtual process on top of that. So, and I know that's very different because we're transitioning from this COVID situation where live auditions it was not it wasn't happening as much anymore and virtual auditions was the way to get seen so Mm -hmm. the fact that this is my introduction into Broadway was a virtual audition that says I think a lot about how the times have changed yeah and like do you remember you know where you were and what you were doing when you got the call and what your reaction was initially I do I was playing Pac-Man um (laughs) and (laughs) Meanwhile, I have space meters. Okay. Uh, I was playing Pac-Man and I got a text message from my agent and she was like, hey, well, okay. So this, I just met this woman. So we didn't have 
all the contact information. So she was like, hey, send me your phone number. Like, this is like, we, we were really baseline, like, hi, just meeting you, by the way, do you want to audition? Um, so I sent her my phone number and yeah, I just got the call and it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Right, right inside, right inside my, my apartment um, in Manhattan, just mm-hmm. screaming, yelling. <laughs> yeah and you know making your Broadway debut like how did it feel I mean just to step on the stage just to get that audience response since the show is so you know reliant on the audience just like what were your emotions that day (laughs) uh so before even the audience um coming in I think it was just the very first time they actually had the cast come to the St. James Theater we were introduced um, with Jordan Roth with the whole mm-hmm. space. We did a beautiful introduction and just knowing all the shows, all the people, all the history, everything that comes with the St. James Theater, we were now a part of. And that was very overwhelming. I'll never forget this day. Um, we had Philippa Sue. Well, this is the uh, first original Broadway cast. So Philippa was in it. Um, Gavin Priel is still was in this production, but um well he still is in it anyways (laughs) we're getting ready for our first preview we had 10 minutes before or was it a few minutes before the audience was let into the theater and everyone was given a name tag to put on their chest name of your first broadway debut and the year so i'm over here like oh i'm gonna write into the woods and i'm getting so pumped up but no one's giving me a name tag so I'm like, what is, I'm like, yeah, he's here. And I'm re- I'm like clocking that some other people aren't getting name tags. So I was like, okay, so something's happening. Philippa like stood up and said, um, I'm going to butcher it. It was way more passionate and <laughs> heartfelt in the moment. But um, she said, look around at everybody here and you just see everyone's name. It's like, 2007, 2015, Pippin, Hamilton. You see all these Broadway debuts in their in their names. And they said, having a Broadway debut is so special. And what the rest of the world doesn't realize is that having the debut moment, they think it's on opening night. It's actually first preview when yeah. you're actually doing a show in front of the audience. So everyone that doesn't have a name tag, please come to the center and grab a name tag and write your Broadway debut. So all the new Broadway debuts came into the middle circle, grabbed a name tag, wrote Into the Woods 2022, and we're all putting it on our chest. Meanwhile, the rest of the cast is behind us in like this circle, and they all just put their hands on us. We all looked into the audience, and Philippa was like, this is your stage, this is your moment. A lot of other words. Let's take three breaths in together as a company. After the first breath, I was gone. I was... (laughs) <sighs> it was uh I, I will always I have that name tag that name tag will be my prized possession um yeah that was that was the most special moment to know that I had this wonderful group this cast of people that I was getting to work with that three three months later these are my family like this is my brother this is my sister this is my mom like this is my this is my family so yeah that was special the most special yeah it's great that they you know made such a big deal out of making your Broadway debut because it's like 
you know, that's what we've been working, like as actors, that's what we work towards for the most part is finally making it to Broadway and getting to perform on a Broadway stage. And that's just really, you know, inspiring to hear how kind they were and, you know, having Broadway veterans kind of, you know, introducing the new generation of Broadway. Um, and I was gonna ask, how do you prepare for the show since, you know, Rapunzel is, you know, pretty much mostly just a vocal, I mean, very high, like all the notes you're singing. I remember I auditioned at one point for a production and I was like, okay, this is kind of high. <laughs> like it's a little bit hard, yeah. It's a little high. Yeah, because I know for Kennedy, he does like a physical warm up. For you, is it mainly just vocal? No, I do full on physical warm up. Um, backstage, I'm always doing a full like leg and shoulder, ankles wrists stretch because though I sing a lot I um repent what I like to say is Rapunzel's entrances and exits are always on 100 she's either screaming the highest note and then crying or actually yelling and running off or she's getting thrown to the floor it's always something on 100 it's always crazy yeah. so I want to make sure for like those running the the screaming the the getting thrown on the floor my body is physically ready for that because when I'm in it, I am not, I'm, I'm, I'm physically aware, but I don't want to be restricted in whatever it is I come out with doing in the moment. So it's definitely a full body and every day is a vocal warm up. every day. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think we all kind of know like Rapunzel isn't on stage for like, you know, quite a bit of the show. She kind of just comes in and has her like princess moments of just being like incredible. And then just like, you know, she's like, bye, okay, see ya. Um, <laughs> so like, well, what do you do backstage? Like what's your favorite kind of thing um, to do backstage, whether it be like hanging out with a certain cast member or doing something, you know, pranking somebody or doing whatever you think is fun. <laughs> It changes. It really does change. Um, I, okay, so a few of the cast members, actually, this is new. A few <laughs> of the cast members have been teaching me how to juggle. So oh. I've, been, I've been, like, after a certain scene, I'm not going to spoil it for people that haven't seen it. After a certain scene with Rapunzel, I have a lot of time, and I'm just down there <laughs> learning how to juggle. And it's so much fun. So that is my go-to activity. <laughs> yeah, do you go and hang out with like the understudies since I know like some of the dressing rooms are really high up. So just kind of going in the basement. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the wonder study cave, the understudy cave. Yeah, they, they're fun. I love them so much. It's every time I go in there, I know that something's going to be going on, whether it's, well, I don't want to give their secrets all away. But if you've seen their um their Wonder Study Wednesdays, um, you you know, they're like playing games, they're clowning around, they're pranking Joshua Henry, which I every time I can get in on that, I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There's so much Joshua Henry is just like one of the funniest, most talented, you know, people you will see. I actually saw him in Hamilton back in like 2017 or 2018 or something. And then mm -hmm. to see him now be in the show, I was like, oh my God, like, it's crazy. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was going to ask you, what is your favorite song in the show? It can be one that you are a part of or one that you're not. It doesn't really matter. My favorite song? Um, man, it changes. It really does change. Um, 
the one I catch myself singing backstage the most is the is the justifies the beats. Like just it's just so dynamic, and I'm just uh, that's my favorite like snippet to sing. But my favorite song overall, just because okay, my favorite song overall is No More. Mm-hmm. The reason is our very first rehearsal as a company that was the song that we all cried to yeah we all just had the same moment and it was like we were all like synced and in the same moment all of us were gone and I think it's going to be a special it's a special song for me now Mm -hmm. so no more also DP oh my goodness oh my he sings it wonderfully and then I got to hear it with Brian Darcy James and now Sebastian I'm just like ah like every time it's 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 wonderful. Mm-hmm. I know I lo- a lot of the cast seems to really love the song No More and I think it's probably just because of you know not just it's an amazing song but it seems to have a lot of like sentimental value to just the cast in general um, mm-hmm. and it's just it's it's such a beautiful song I mean I can yeah. do the cast recording of it all the time if I if I could um and next I wanted to ask do you have any advice for students currently going through the college audition process I know even I've been talking about this with a lot of different people recently just because I'm in the middle of it and so is my co-host who we're both applying for colleges and it's kind of a lot (laughs) yeah okay going through the college audition process is scary on its own because you're being watched and judged it's a whole thing my biggest advice is control what you can control in the moment, whether it's how long your song's gonna be, how memorized it is. If you do blocking with it, making sure that's in your bones, the singing as well, make sure that you can warm up beforehand and set yourself up the best way possible for this audition. Because I'm sure if you're auditioning for the school, you really want to go there. So one, setting yourself up as best as you can. Two, ask the questions. Don't be afraid of the no. I personally knew I couldn't go into college without a scholarship because I couldn't afford it. And honestly, I don't think many people, because college is pretty hefty, a hefty cost. Um, And I, I asked in my audition room, I said, hi, this is what I presented to you. Like after, after I finished the audition, I, did my song, my monologue. And I said, okay. They said, you have any questions? I said, yes. Is there any scholarships I can sign up for? Is there anything I should be looking out for so I can do like 50% or whatever it is? Where can I find these signups? And it just happened just because I asked that question. I'm going to be honest. It's scary to ask and be so bold because I feel like so much of being, I don't, maybe this is an opinion of mine, And um, that comes from a little bit of my own experience. I feel like as a kid, you are always told that there is a right and wrong way to do things and being so bold and being um, curious sometimes when it comes to like finance and money is, is always a no. It's like, just do, just, just come and do your song and smile, say, thank you and walk out. It's Mm -hmm. like, no, this is your future. Like if this matters to you, make it matter. So Don't be afraid to ask the questions and have fun. That's the hardest one out of all of them. Because at the end of the day, you are saying, this is who I am. This is, I want to be at your school. I'm 
I, you need to have the most fun, show your personality, what, whatever that means to you, have fun, just have fun. And just know it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing advice. Thank you so much. Um, and I wanted to talk about, you know, this production has been incredibly inspiring with all the amazing representation that it has provided. I know for me, as an Asian American performer, to see like, you know, Philippa Sue, obviously, and like Brooke and Kennedy, and I saw Delphi as well. So like, just seeing all of them is you know, inspiring to me and inspiring to so many people. Um, and obviously in the original production of Into the Woods, you know, both Rapunzel and The Witch were both played by white performers. And in the revival, like Rapunzel, I believe was played by a white performer. And then, you know, Vanessa Williams obviously was um, The Witch. Um, and now, you know, Patina Miller and Montego Glover are playing your mom. Like, what does it feel like to have both The Witch and Rapunzel be played by, you know, women of color and be a part of a production that is so amazing in terms of representation? It's about time. <laughs> it's, and, and there's theater and Broadway have been doing the steps forward. And I am not taking anything away from that. Those steps have been slow and I'm sure there's so many obstacles that I don't even understand that have gotten in the way of that. I mean, it's just a beautiful moment in time to be a part of right now. And I'm glad that it's with Tina and Montego. I'm I, uh, with Alex Grayson, with Felicia Curry, with all these people, with like you said, all those people that you named as well. It's just a beautiful moment. And when you see it on stage, your brain doesn't even, it doesn't think anything past of, these are the characters of the story I'm seeing. And that's what it should be about. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm very proud. I'm very proud to be a part of it and to do it with these people. Yeah, and also to have, you know, your understudies as well also be um, women of color is just spectacular. Um, and I couldn't be happier, honestly. Um, and do you have a role that you wish you could play in the show? <laughs> Um, Cinderella. I would love to play Cinderella. Probably not now. Well, who knows? The witch is fierce. I would love to do the witch. And I joke a lot about Milky White just because <laughs> Milky White is the star. Um, but yeah, witch and Cinderella are my favorite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And do you have, you know, dream role outside of the show? Yes. Oh my goodness. Um, if you asked me when I was like a little tot, I would always be like Nala in Lion King. That was my <laughs> first. The first show I saw, um, I it wasn't the Broadway performance; it was the tour performance back in Florida. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, when I saw Nala come out, I was like, "I'm gonna be you one day," and no one stop me. I was so Nala on Lion King. I would love to do anything in Hamilton. Um, any of the sisters. <laughs> yeah like throw me in there why not um yeah so those are my those are my top um my favorite show has been Pippin and I got the chance to do leading player in mm. the community theater but I would always love to play that role again so yeah yeah another revival <laughs> yeah right yeah. <laughs> um, and I asked this question when I was with Jason and Kay um why do you think this specific production is you know connecting with people who either know and love the show or are completely new to the show and to Sondheim I know that was me when I saw it in May at City Center and then I had to come back of course um because we've obviously you know come out of a 
very, very hard time. And just like this show has been a light in the dark for a whole, you know, bunch of people who keep coming back. Um, and just why do you think it resonates with people in such a profound way? We were actually having this conversation as a cast. I think it has, it's a many different reasons. Um, one, it's a, it's a beloved story. People have known this. It's been, it's now the third time people are, or if you want to count city center, um, like four, maybe even more people have seen the show a bunch of times and now it's back on Broadway. People know it and they want to bring their kids. They want to bring their cousins, their grandkids, whatever it is. They want them to come see the show because they love it so much. So that's one. Two, like you said, it is the story that is needed to be heard right now. Um, because there's so many message messages in this story. There's so many characters that you can relate to in this story that you just you can't help but go in there and like either cry like your eyes out or laugh because you're like, I would do something like that. Like those are these are the same, it's all within the same show, all these different types of emotion that people want to go to feel and almost like release themselves from outside of the in the real in the real world, right? Um I don't know. I, I, I like it's so shocking other than those two things maybe also because of the casting it's the like these these people that they brought in to this show I remember I, I found out with the rest of the world um that well, the cast I was coming to Broadway I wasn't even I didn't even know about the Rapunzel audition so I was freaking out with their, everybody else I was like oh my god look at this cast it's amazing it's so even that is something that's intriguing. You're like, let me see how these people would play these roles together. So I think it's a combination of those three plus the curiosity of what is Into the Woods? Like, <laughs> oh, I see Little Red Riding Hood. It has to be fairy tale. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, know, I think I keep telling people it's crazy that my, you know, first like watching Into the Woods, which is like one of the most produced shows, you know, like out there and one of the most like known shows, but I knew nothing about it until I saw it at City Center in May. And I just saw it, I was like, okay, what is this? Like, I need to know more. And obviously I needed to see it again on Broadway. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's just this production specifically is just, it's so incredible in trying to just preserve the music, not over, you know, producing anything and just kind of keeping it the bare bones of what it's meant to be. And I really love that. Um, and lastly, just to kind of wrap it up, why should people come and see the show? Because it's awesome. Because <laughs> you're gonna have a great time watching it. It's so fun. It's so heartfelt. And you will always take something away from it. And you get to see Milky White. There's yeah. no other reason than to go. <laughs> <laughs> Milky White is pretty phenomenal but so is everybody in the cast you will enjoy yourself anyone you bring will enjoy themselves it's a wonderful show told in the most unique and wonderful way mm -hmm. come see Into the Woods it's beautiful yeah well thank you so much Alicia for you know joining me today on this podcast we are so happy that you know, you could join us. Um, and we hope you have, you know, an amazing show today. <laughs> Thank you. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Z Podway. Remember to check out Elisa on Instagram and check out us on Instagram as Z Broadway. We'll see you next time.